Welcome to this Data Cert podcast with our resident information security expert, Joe McMorris. Joe is Data Cert's VP of Information Technology. Today, he's going to share some practical advice for legal departments who are considering using cloud-based technology services, or perhaps are already leveraging them, and discuss the types of questions you need to be asking your technology vendors to ensure that your confidential legal data is secure in the cloud. So Joe, let's begin by having you tell us just a bit about your background, please. Sure. I have a management degree with a focus on computer science. I've been in IT since the early 90s uh, in roles related to data center management, network engineering, uh, and information security. I've worked in a variety of industries from oil and gas to very large facility services company to banking and now software. And having worked in highly regulated industry like banking and for public Fortune 500 size organization, I understand very well why data search clients have a high degree of sensitivity and focus on information security and concern for security in the cloud. I joined data search almost 10 years ago. I'm responsible for all IT operations as well as all operations related to our clients hosted software solutions and our relationship with our third party hosting services vendor. I'm also the information security officer for DataCert, which includes overall accountability for the operation of our information security management system, as well as responsibility for internal IT audits and external third-party audits like SOC 1 and ISO 27001. So Joe, it's practically impossible to visit a legal technology website or read a legal technology publication these days without seeing an article about using cloud-based services and asking whether this is truly a safe and secure option for storing and managing legal data. So tell me, what is your perspective on that? You know, where the data is located may have changed with the advent of cloud computing, but what hasn't changed are the core questions you need to be asking your technology vendors. It still comes down to who has access to your data and how well are they managing it. So from my perspective, Yes, the cloud is definitely a secure option for legal data when it is well managed. So really the key here is not whether the data resides in the cloud or sitting on a physical server in a data center somewhere. The key is when you look at the people, the process, and the technology involved, how well is your data being managed by your vendor and by any of the third parties that it employs when providing your solution. Well, Joe, you make a critical point there. The fact that when you're talking about a legal software solution, there are often two or maybe even more parties involved in managing your legal data. For example, when a client buys a hosted passport matter and spend management solution, they're receiving services from both DataCert and DataCert's third-party hosting services provider. So if I'm in the process of buying a hosted matter and spend solution, How should this fact impact how I vet potential vendors from an information security perspective? It's a great question. Uh, Oftentimes, what I hear a lot of software vendors saying is, we use a SaaS 70 audited hosting provider, and they manage security. So the customer focuses its security review on the hosting services provider. But the fact of the matter is, the software vendor's employees are most likely going to have access to your data, too. So you need to be reviewing the software vendor's information security policies and procedures just as stringently. Always remember that you're only as strong as your weakest link when it comes to security, and you have to look at things from end to end. This means a thorough review of the IT policies and procedures of the software vendor itself, as well as each and every third party it uses in conjunction with managing your hosted solution. 
I think clients are just too narrow in the scope of their security review most of the time. They focus only on one entity rather than on every entity that could access their data. So are there any other examples of these types of things that are commonly overlooked when evaluating a legal software vendor's information security that you want our listeners to be aware of? I think the other key area that's commonly perhaps not totally overlooked um, but definitely under scrutinized is disaster recovery. I see RFPs all the time that simply ask, do you have a disaster recovery plan? I should hope so. This is way too important a topic to be a simple yes or no type of question. You need to ask about specifics in order to understand just how robust their DR plan is. For example, start with where is the DR facility located? There should be one separate from the primary facility. Then find out how they manage data transfers to that location and what is their RTO and RPO. Those are key terms you should know which stand for recovery time objective and recovery point objective. And basically those tell you how long it will take to get your system up and running again in the case of a major event or failure. You also want to find out how often the vendor's DR plan is tested and can you be involved in their DR testing. Are the DR security processes and procedures comparable to those that are in production? They should be equally as robust. These are the types of details you want to get. But keep in mind that often a company's DR plan is considered confidential and commercially sensitive. So it may not be something that they want to attach to an RFP response or give you a copy of, but vendors should definitely offer to sit down with you and review it in detail. So clearly disaster recovery is one key area of information security due diligence that should be completed when evaluating legal software. Can you give us some additional tips regarding the other key areas that really should be evaluated, Joe? Wow, that's a pretty long list, Uh, but let me try to hit some key areas and questions to ask. Uh, To understand just how well your data is being managed, you want to start with the experience and reputation of the software vendor and any of its third-party vendors. Think in terms of maturity and range of expertise. So start with how long have they been in business? Do they have a history of success with clients in different industries with different security and compliance needs? And then you want to find out who are their typical customers? Do they do business with large global reaching organizations that have very high standards for information security? Do they do business with the government who's going to require them to go through their own security audit process? Uh, And then ask about the staff. Do they have experienced staff who are experts in their field and who have industry-recognized training and certifications? This is often where you're going to find the weakest link. You want to know if they're going to be up to the challenge to address your compliance needs or how they're going to respond if there's a security incident. Also ask, does the vendor have mature processes? How advanced is their understanding of information security? Those types of questions are going to give you a very clear picture of who you're dealing with. Once you establish that you're working with a reputable, experienced vendor, you want to ask things like, will my data be in a shared or dedicated environment? How are clients isolated from one another on the network? Will I have my own database? Will I have my own application server? My own dedicated set of accounts and permissions? Or are those things shared? Do I have a choice of where my data is hosted? Is it in the U.S. or is it in another country? And ask, how are your backups being managed? Are regular network and application penetration tests performed? 
And just as importantly, are they being performed as a part of the product development lifecycle process? Are vulnerabilities addressed or how are they addressed? Who will have remote access to my environment and how secure is the method used to access it? And of course, you'll want to ask about audits and certifications like SOC 1 and SSAE or uh, ISO 27001. So Joe, if you're talking about data that's being hosted in the cloud in particular, does the very long list that you just gave us change at all? Is there anything that you would actually need to add to the list? Uh, you really, I guess, I guess the only thing that I would add to that is you really need to understand clearly whether you're dealing with a public cloud or a private cloud. That's, that's really going to tell you who really has control over the data. Private clouds deliver the greatest level of control. So they are more suitable for the most security sensitive and mission critical applications. So for example, DataCert maintains a private cloud hosted in a Savvis data center. That means we manage all aspects of the cloud in terms of the virtualization layer and above. That means the operating system installation, patching, antivirus, domain security, permissions, all logical access to the environment and all change controls surrounding updates to the application are managed by DataCert staff. You also need to know who will be responding when there are issues. In our case, with a private cloud, DataCert's application experts provide the frontline support, not a third party. So whether public or private, it's extremely important that both vendors, the software vendor and the hosting services provider, have well-established and clearly defined change control procedures that are thoroughly audited. I cannot stress enough the importance of following change control when it comes to managing information security. So before we wrap up this podcast, I want to ask you a follow-up question about information security audits, because I know it's very common when a software vendor is describing how secure it is to say, you know, we're SOC certified, which is the standard, of course, that's replaced SAS 70. How meaningful and reliable is this claim really? Well, so first of all, it's uh, SOC is not a certification. It is an audit. So you definitely want to be working with, at a minimum, a SOC 1 audited vendor. And again, you want every entity in your end-to-end solution to be audited. So for example, both DataCert and Savvis, our hosting services provider, are SOC 1 audited. But in my opinion, you should not just take that claim at face value. You need to take a close look at the controls being audited and evaluate them on your own to determine whether they are thorough and complete enough and have been effectively put into practice. At DataCert, we actually conduct our own quarterly audits of Savvis, so we don't just assume that because they're SOC 1 audited, they are following every documented policy and procedure to a T all of the time. We actually perform our own tests to ensure that the appropriate controls have been put in place. Okay, so then are there other types of audits or certifications that clients should expect their legal technology vendors to have? Yeah, in my opinion, a better indication of a vendor's maturity and their commitment relative to information security is ISO 27001. It goes well beyond any SOC 1 or SSAE audit. ISO is the global standard for establishing and certifying an organization's information security management framework. And it's that framework of controls that ensures that information security is paramount and pervasive throughout an organization. It's also the basis for many of our clients' own information security policies. The actual ISO certification is very prestigious, and it can only be issued by an accredited third party. 
It involves not only their review of a company's documented internal controls, but it also entails in-depth on-site testing by the third party to confirm that the framework has been properly implemented uh, and is being maintained according to the standard. DataCert felt it was important to be able to give our clients this type of assurance relative to data security, and we have achieved the ISO 27001 certification. Well, thank you for sharing some of your expertise with us today, Joe. My pleasure, Carrie. Thank you. If you found this podcast to be informative, please check out Joe's webinar, which offers additional detail about key areas of information security due diligence when selecting a legal technology vendor. You can also visit our website for more podcasts from data cert experts in business intelligence, usability, legal matter and spend management implementation best practices, and effective training and knowledge transfer strategy.